What's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Discuss Our Feelings. It's your cousin in Christ, Miss LeVette, and today is April 9th, 2020, and it is a beautiful day. Our topic for today is I belong to God forever. I belong to God forever and ever 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 and ever. Okay, so our topic today is I belong to God forever. Nothing can separate me from his love. Nothing can separate me from his love. Even if I turn away and look the other way, God has the same love for me that he have when I am focusing on him and looking towards him. Since he have invested his very life into me, right? Because he did invest his very life into me when he sent Jesus down and died for my sins. He did that for us, the people. Be well assured that he will also take care of me. Because he invested his life in me, I can be assured that he will take care of me. You too. He invested his life for you, so you need to know that he will take care of you. He's not going to sit here and invest his time and his life into somebody and not take care of them. That's like us out here in the real, real world, investing our life and our time into businesses and work and um, relationships. We're going to expect for our work to provide for us, our relationship to take care of us. Like we're going to expect to be taken care of once we invest into something. If we invest into a house, we're going to expect to live in that house. If I invest into myself, I'm going to expect to look good. So God is saying, you know, I invested my very life into you. So you can be assured that I will also take care of you. But also when your mind goes into neutral and your thoughts flow freely, you feel you you tend to feel anxious and alone because we don't focus on him. So when we start thinking about other stuff like, oh my God, I invested my time into God. What is he doing? Is he on time? Is he helping? What's going on? God is like, that's when you get distracted and, and misled and misguided. So continue to focus on me, Wantrell, because I invested my whole life into you. I sent my son down. I, you know, was walking through him, moved through him, and I know everything about you. You are mine forever. You belong to me forever. So even if you was to not acknowledge me or speak to me or pray with me, pray to me, glorify me, thank me, thank me, you still belong to me. It's it's so funny what's going on right now with this coronavirus. Um like I honestly like to think that, you know, God is upset with the world. Um to where he has to shake the world up. He's getting people attention. And also we have a president in place that is not God. He is the president of the United States, but he is not um, looking out for the citizens of America. I feel like the president, of course, is looking out for himself. He has caused a lot of, just a lot of um, chaos that's going on today. 
you know, with this whole pandemic thing, it's really taking people's lives and it's getting closer and closer to home. My cousin just informed me that her neighbor, somebody that she speaks with all the time, that she interacts with all the time, had just passed away from coronavirus. And so I've been seeing some friends and people in the hospital battling with coronavirus. So at the end of the day, it is serious. And we all should take this uh, pandemic serious. What bothers me about the pandemic and knowing that I belong to God, I guess what makes me not fearful is because I know for sure I belong to God. But what bothers me when it comes to pandemic in the world and the way our world leaders are, um, you know, dishing out the information to us, it bothers me to know that our former president, President Barack Obama, had people in place, had resources in place, you know, had a team in, in, in place that was willing to battle with the coronavirus before it became a pandemic. And our current president, Donald Trump, let those people go. It's as if he want the citizens to fail. And if that is so it's so scary to say when you have a president in place and you do not feel safe or protected and I, I do understand it's not to me it's not really a Republican or Democrat thing. It's really about where your heart is. You know, you could be a Republican and still have the heart for the people. You can be a Democrat and still have the heart for the people. You know, it doesn't really matter what political race you're running. What matters is, is you for the people? Are you for the citizens of America? And I honestly feel like our president is not. So when we have a president in place like this, who are we to depend on and look up to and look out for protection, guidance, and, um, you know, who is we to look to? And all I could think about and all I could know to look to is our father up in heaven, God, you know, and spirit is like, that's the only hope that we have to believe in, to understand that we're going to be okay for the citizens that's able to survive this pandemic and go through this and look back and say, man, I really went through a whole pandemic and God had his hands on me, covered me in the blood of Jesus and protected me and my family where we were able to get out. Um, okay. That's a blessing. Unfortunately for other people, it's not like that. And people are really going through hard times, suffering and battling with this virus that is killing family members, really taking out the African-American population. And I don't want to say it's a setup, but it really does look sketchy how people are passing and those people are majority African-American. When I saw the death toll in Chicago from the coronavirus, I saw a 68% of African-Americans dying. And I want to think, like, I want to pray and hope that our government and our governors and our president is not out here trying to kill us, you know, to to control population. But it's so hard to think positive when these things is really happening to us and our country was not prepared. And it's not because the people wasn't prepared because we're just the people. We're like little ants. 
It's our president. It's our people, our leaders. It's the leaders that's supposed to be leading America to greatness. They're failing us and they're failing us tremendously. So I like to look at my passage and I like to look at my message and say, you know what? I don't belong to this world. I I am not of this world even though I am here. I am God's child. I trust God. I believe in God. I, I, I believe what he has done for me by sending his son to die for me, to cover me in the blood, to protect me. I only have my faith and hope in the spirit. And because this is a battle that we're facing reality and spiritually, I have 100% faith and hope in God to see the people through who truly look to him and trust him and 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 ask for his help. You know, it, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your race. And it does not matter your age. What matters is what's on your heart at this time. I, for a fact, know that I belong to God forever. I belong to him forever. And no pandemic, no pandemic is going to get me from belonging to God. So I'll be reading out of John. That's John chapter 12. And that's verse 44, 45, and 46. They're really short. It's not long. It seemed like it's long. Um, But I'll be reading out of John chapter 12, verse 44 through 46. And it reads like this. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into this world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. So this passage is basically saying, you know, whoever believes in me does not just believe in me. They believe in God. The reason why they believe in me, Jesus, is because they believe in God. And that's the one who sent me, my father. So when they look at me, they're not just looking at me, Jesus Christ. They're looking at the God who sent me, the the, the almighty who sent me. And whoever, you know, look to him, he's come here in the light. So he's here to to um, um, shine light on the darkness that we live in, like the times right now in this world. So here I am, a child of God, praying to Jesus, but my message is going towards God because I'm looking to Jesus, but I'm looking through Jesus to the one who sent him, and that's our Father God. And I'm thanking him, and I'm acknowledging him, and, and I'm glorifying his name, you know, every day. I'm making sure that sometime, anytime out of my day, I'm taking a moment to say, thank you, God. It could be in my thoughts. It could be in my mind. I don't even have to open my mouth. I could just let my mind go and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You know, thank you. Thank you, Hosanna. Thank you, uh, Jehovah Jireh. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I could just go into full thanks. Hallelujah. Praise the God. Praise Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And what I'm doing is I'm looking to Jesus, but I'm looking to God. So 
whoever believes in Jesus does not just believe in him only, but in the one who sent him. We believe in God. And the one who looks at Jesus is seeing the one who sent him, which we are seeing God. So he have come into this world as light. And so that anyone who believes in him should... should um. So anyone who believes in him should not stay in darkness. So if you have a dark thought, 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 dark mind, dark, dark um, thoughts, you know, when we look to Jesus, when we look to God, we can see the light of it. So unfortunately, people are passing from this situation. But if we look to the light of it, we can say, thank God, the whole world is not dying. You know, thank God that he's taking his portion and he's um surrender we are we're all surrendered here the rest of us and he's allowing the ones who believe in him to see him to speak light into to those who are facing darkness i would like to say that to me right now when i'm able to do this podcast you know this is a breath of light this is a this is a light um and and i'm i'm hoping and i'm praying that my messages touch somebody who could be going through some darkness especially at a time like this so you have been rocking with me today your cousin in christ miss levette on let's discuss our feelings tomorrow i will have another amazing devotional message for you um but until the meantime send this message to somebody who you think may need it maybe your brother your cousin your mama your father your sister your auntie your ex whoever knows but we are all battling this together we are all in this together um be precautious take the take the steps that you need it's really no way of um actually saying who got it and who don't got it all we have to do is really trust god and just know that he will see you through for the ones who do have it man i pray god breathe a fresh healing into your soul and i pray that this message go into your body and heal you from head to toe Allow the spirit of the Lord to captivate your soul and and pull all your organs back together. And as God places his hand upon your heart, he will breathe new life into you. And you guys will come out stronger and harder than before. And I just want to thank you, Lord, for what you're doing for us, even in this time right now. And it may seem dark to other people, but you are the light of our darkness. And, and we look to you, Jesus. We, we thank you, Lord. And we for, forever will thank you i know i will so until tomorrow remember that i am no expert and i am not perfect um and neither are you okay so there's there's no such thing the only perfect thing is god you know we we become perfect in his eyes because he take us imperfectly so until tomorrow remember i love you and god love you too